morning guys how are you i hope you are great welcome to elevation with makumalo my name is lorraine makumalo sibander and of course i am your host your one and only host <laughs> for this podcast thank you so much if you're joining me for the first time welcome to elevation with makumalo um, i started podcasting last year um, but actually no i started podcasting about two years ago i started on soundcloud and i never really pushed that through i think i only had about four if not five recordings and i just stopped i guess life happened that is my perfect excuse and then last year i said to myself no girl you've got to get back on the bandwagon and you've got to really push yourself and go forth and because i've always loved um the possibility of being on radio i just thought you know what this is the perfect opportunity that i can use to share my vision my dreams and my idea but most importantly and i repeat most importantly i just wanted to share the lessons learned in entrepreneurship i am a lover i am a believer i am a fan i am a cheerleader whatever you want to call it of wisdom it is so important to have wisdom and wisdom is not exclusive in business everywhere whatever you do whatever you're practicing whatever relationship you're in i truly believe in wisdom and so yes this is part of the reason why i started the podcast hence it's called elevation with makumalo it's to help you elevate yourself in your business is to help you elevate yourself spiritually as well so whatever lessons i've learned that i believe a young woman who's either working in the corporate space or who's also working in entrepreneurship needs to have i just put it out there and i share it so i hope you will enjoy the podcast but more importantly you will also share it with other people it's a beautiful friday and it is the first of march oh my goodness i am so excited guys the first day of a uh, new week the first day of a month is always very amazing but more more so very very significant because i'm a spiritual person for me it's very very important how i start a new month is very important to me i check my vibrations i check how i am feeling no matter how sad i am whatever has happened when it's the beginning of a new month i acknowledge that i check out of whatever negativity is happening and i check into this zone of possibility this zone of newness you know there's just something about a new month and so i'm ecstatic i'm excited believe you me there are things that i want to achieve but i'm not exactly sure how i am going to execute some of them but just being in that space of newness is exciting so i hope wherever you are you will allow yourself to check out of anything bad that has happened in february anything that you've lost now i know it's is it's not as easy right like we always say easier said than done but easier said than done always also affirms our attitude it means we're already limiting ourselves and we're believing that it's easier to talk about it but it's hard therefore it's an excuse not to allow ourselves to go into something or allow ourselves to practice something so i choose to affirm that march is a new month it's going to be a beautiful month february has just been nothing but exciting nothing but filled with just great news i got nominated for two zimachevs awards um one for media personality of the year which is crazy because mbo is uh like a little sister to me and i got to work with her on bigazella's music video and then tino uh, the one who acts as one dealer on generations i met her once at the um, africa charity awards and we spent like an hour or two together and we had so much fun and 
to be nominated with these two beautiful women who are taking such huge strides in the entertainment industry and representing Zimbabwe in South Africa is nothing but just pure, you know, greatness, favor from God. I don't know what you would call it. So I'm nominated in the same category as them. But more importantly, guys, I'm nominated in the Simba Mary Media Personality of the Year Award, which is I don't know how to put it into words. I loved Simba. And last year I got to enter the top billing presenter search. So I don't know if that's a sign from God that I'm on the right track and I'm doing the right thing. But it's no coincidence that I entered top billing presenter search. And Simba used to be on top billing and he is Zimbabwean. And, you know, I'm also Zimbabwean and I entered top billing presenter search. And you know what? It's, it's I'm, I'm just so excited and I'm absolutely grateful to everybody that has nominated me. And to top it all off, I also got nominated for a MyPad Award, which is, um, it stands for Most Influential Persons of African Descent. So they celebrate the top 100 African achievers and they celebrate the top 10 African achievers who are in the diaspora. So you have people like Casper, they've been nominated for this award in the media and culture space. You also have people like Vusi Tembegwayo who've also been nominated in the business and entrepreneurship space. And that's just great. Like I still want to pinch myself because I cannot believe that it's actually happening. I mean, when I look at my social media numbers, when I look at my LinkedIn numbers and I'm like, okay, in comparison to this person, in comparison, but then I had to take a step back and say to myself, comparison is the biggest thief of all. So I'm not going to deny myself an opportunity to celebrate and an opportunity to thank all of you or anybody out there who's nominated me. Because it means that you see the work that I am doing, you see where I am going and you acknowledge that and nothing can beat that. And as long as you're living in your truth, you're celebrating your truth, you are just making the world a better place than how you found it. And in the process, you're inspiring other people. I don't think there's anything more influential than that so yes this is me saying thank you so much for nominating me please do not forget that for the zim achievers awards you have to vote online in order for me to actually win this award so yes but anyway let's get into today's conversation today i want to talk about what it takes to move from one point to another point and in particular uh referring to success right? Um, people often say, or see rather, should I say, success is something unattainable. But I always say in order, you, you know, Rome wasn't built in one day. You don't just become a success overnight. Normally we like to say, oh, Casper is a success overnight, or this person became a success overnight, or this business just grew overnight. That is not true. In the background, when you're planning, when you're strategizing, when you're putting together a plan and then executing it and finally bringing it to life, that's the work that you've put in. So finally, when it takes off and a lot of people start to know it, it's not an overnight thing. It's time that was invested prior that people didn't get to see and so in people's eyes you look like an overnight success you look like you just blew up from nowhere but essentially it's time that was invested it's time that yielded the results that you wanted to see and remember at times you cannot put a cap in terms of your success and you cannot put a cap in terms of results because as we know it you can cap 
yourself and say, I just want to open two franchises. And if it's done successfully and phenomenally well and the market or your market grows, you end up opening five franchises, right? So today I want to refer success in regards to the story of Moses. Like I said, um, I am a spiritual person and so I use what inspires me in my line of work, but more importantly, I know that I wouldn't be where I am today and Mishiko PR wouldn't be the brand it is today if it wasn't for my faith in God. That I will not forget and that I will also not apologize for. So I was reading the story of Moses and I started it from the beginning. As you would know, Moses was a murderer, as in he killed somebody in the Bible. Yes, he did. And he ran away, right? And God sought him and God found him. And number one, that shows you that it doesn't matter how insignificant you are. It doesn't matter what you've done wrong. It doesn't matter if you actually have done jail time in real life. If you're willing, if you're able, and if you know yourself and you have a vision and you know you have a gift or a talent or you have a calling, right? And you have a conversation with God or you believe in the universe and you don't believe in God and you have a conversation with the universe and you declare what it is that you want to do. God always comes to the party, number one. But number two, sometimes God finds us even at our lowest and even when we are unbelieving that we are worthy. Moses didn't believe that he was worthy of being a leader. He didn't believe that he was worthy of being a leader of 630,000 people. I did the counting. I put all the numbers together because remember the Israelites were the descendants of Jacob and Jacob was the son of Isaac. Isaac was the son of um, Abraham. And so all these descendants, right, the children of Jacob were 12, and that included Joseph. All his sons birthed this huge chunk number of descendants, like 630,000. That's almost like a million people. Imagine leading almost a million people. I mean, that is just crazy, okay? And he didn't believe he was worthy, number one. Number two, he didn't qualify. Okay, let's talk about his past. Let's talk about his skill set. Okay, Moses couldn't even talk to save his life. I don't know if he was shy. I don't know if he was insecure. I don't know if it was a low self-esteem, but he gave God so many excuses in terms of why he was not worthy to be a leader. Right. And he wasn't positioned rightfully so to actually be a leader. He had run away. Okay, he wasn't even in the environment that he was supposed to lead and the environment that he was supposed to, to be in charge of. And we talk about positioning, how you need to position yourself to be a global brand, how you need to position yourself as a personal brand, how you need to position your business to be successful, right? You need somebody who's got the skill set to help you to do that. God is omnipotent, he's omnipresent, he's more than capable. And he knew that he was going to teach Moses how to be a leader. And so people always say leaders cannot be taught, leaders are born leaders. And so it kind of like helps you question that a little bit because Moses wasn't trained to be a leader. God had to teach him. God had to instill that sense of confidence in him. He had to raise his self-esteem to the level that he wanted it to be. And he did that through trial and error. Remember, there's a scenario where God says, throw your stick on the floor and it will turn into a snake and Moses didn't trust that but that was the only way that God could show him that he is capable of teaching him how to be a leader and when he was disobedient he also got punished right so again I want to highlight 
the certain things that we pick up from Moses' story about leadership, about being successful, right? But the key thing that really changed Moses' entire trajectory in terms of success, did I pronounce that right? Trajectory, yes, okay, it's long. <laughs> what changed Moses' trajectory in terms of success and his future and his destiny was being able to trust God and being able to say, okay, Lord, whatever you've asked me to do, I will trust that you know what you're doing. I will trust that you have a vision and I am buying into it, right? So you need to buy into your own vision. You need to buy into the vision that God is saying he is giving you because without trust, you cannot achieve anything. The reason why we buy from McDonald's is because we trust that the food they're giving us is healthy. We trust that the food that they're giving us is not going to harm us. We trust that it's prepared properly. We trust that the people know what they're doing and we put our money into it. And if you have a bad experience, it's okay to go back and say, listen, what you promised me is not what you've given me, right? And God being God has never failed. Moses. He led him from one step to another step to another step. Now imagine you're being asked to go back to a country that you ran away from because you killed somebody, right? There's a possibility you'll get arrested, right? There's a possibility people will catch you out, but there's a possibility you might fail. But those that is all stemming from fear. That is all stemming from limiting beliefs. A winner has to consciously be aware when their mind is misleading them when their mind is being scared or when you know they're feeling as though they're not going to make it and you have to know how to get out of that rut it's almost as if you have to train your mind to lead you to be successful i've had moments where i'm like lorraine this is not happening like who do you think you are like when i got nominated for my pet award i was like okay this is a global award how is it possible i mean i look at so many women who are doing so well you know in real life and it's like, this person deserves an award. This person deserves that. This person is more deserving. But that's my mind allowing me to believe that I am not worthy. And that is not true. Because I work so hard. And whether it's visible or not, is not really my problem. I have to believe and know and trust that what I am giving out there is, as, is a result of how much I've invested into myself, how much I've also invested into the business, right? And so Moses put himself in a very dangerous position by trusting God, but God didn't disappoint him. God protected him as soon as he returned into Egypt. God also equipped him with the right people. So again, it brings the question of how equipped are you for success? Whether it's training yourself, whether it's going back to school, whether it's upskilling yourself, or whether it's also surrounding yourself with people who know what they're doing. A winner chooses a winning team. You cannot have a winning strategy and be surrounded by lazy people, people who are full of excuses, people who are uneducated, people who are untrained in the particular output that you're requiring them to work on. The results are not going to definitely, it's, it's, you can see you know, and I'm reading a book called The 100 Absolute Laws of uh, Success, right, by Brian Tracy. Please look for the book and find it. It touches on business more than anything else. The laws of business, the laws of marketing, the, the laws of selling, the laws of money. It breaks everything down for you. And it's really sort of like opened up my eyes to a lot of things. Success has a formula. You've got to put in the work in order to see the results. But so much of our generation is now focused on taking shortcuts, 
working smart is not taking shortcuts, right? It's two different things. If you're taking a shortcut and you cannot trust, you don't know if it's going to work out for you, then don't do it. Just like Moses trusted God and he trusted the vision that God had, that was the only way it could work. So if you don't trust that the formula you have is going to work, don't do it. Try a different formula. Ask those who are doing it well why they started that way, what the results were. And you know what? When you find the formula, it's repeat. Repeat, repeat, repeat. There's no need to change something that you know is working extremely well, right? And so I hope you're noting the tips down because I didn't even script this, <laughs> which is crazy. Generally, I script myself because I know I can just go out of my way and stuff just that's come, coming to me. And I just start saying it. So today, because it's spiritual, I've allowed myself to trust what the Holy Spirit has to share. And really, spiritual tips or spiritual tricks can also be applied in business. So we've spoken about being equipped for success. We've spoken about trust in a vision in terms of buy-in, right? Even if you're going to employ someone, they need to buy in that you're the right employer, that you're going to honor your word. It doesn't matter where you go to, what you do, even in a relationship, there has to be trust. That's just a fundamental law, right? And also the law of success is what you put in is what you get out. It also says there's the law of cause and effect. That's exactly it, right? There's a reason why something is happening and it's going to yield a certain uh, a result. And so that's what I learned from the story of Moses. But also what I learned from the story of Moses, sorry, I hope this person does not send a message again. <laughs> As you guys know, I'm podcasting from my phone, but this year we're going to do things differently and I'm going to be investing in a microphone so that we don't have scenarios like this. <laughs> but I apologize for that. And so if you're still listening, we're talking about success, um, looking at the story of Moses and how he moved the Israelites from Egypt. They were in captivity and he was leading literally over 630,000 people, which is close to a million. And this is an ex-murderer somebody not equipped to lead, somebody not trained to lead, somebody who cannot even speak to save his own life. But God teaches him. God tests him, right? Remember, when you say you have a business uh, plan that you've put together and you believe that you are solving a certain problem, because that's what entrepreneurship is about. It's about serving and solving a problem. And uh also the value that you're adding and depending on the value that you're adding it also determines how much you will get paid so the less of the value you can't really charge more for that or make money from it the higher the value the more people are prepared to pay for it and so we're looking at his story and his journey as a leader and what made him a successful leader starting from zero and starting from nothing which reminds me why i love drake's song started from the bottom now we're here. <laughs> I did a podcast on that. I actually have to look for it so I can uh, transfer it to this platform and share it with you guys. But anyway, let's get back to what we're talking about. Today, we're talking about success. And I was saying that one of the key things we learn in Moses' relationship with God is also communication, right? How God was very clear and specific on what he wanted from Moses. And so even with goal setting, I'm still doing vision board workshops uh, 
And I'm super excited that I have an opportunity to actually do a vision board workshop for a company uh, this coming month. And I'm keeping fingers crossed that they say yes. And if they do, that's just going to be super great because then it means we're growing from doing a vision board workshop for individual ladies to actually doing them for corporates. And that will be super, super mega because I could do vision boards every single day of my life. Um, people always look at the fun aspect, which is the picture aspect and just having the board day. But there's other issues that need to be sorted out. And as somebody who's going to be going into coaching, that's something that I also look at. And so when we look at the story of Moses, God was very clear. So you have to be clear as in literally specific that in the month of November 2019, I'm going to be driving my first car. Or by the end of December 2019, I will be out of debt. You cannot say I'll be out of debt. When? How? You know, you've got to be very clear and you've got to be um, specific. And your goals also have to be measurable. God knew that he wanted the children of Israelite out from Egypt. He knew he had a plan. And so he communicated this plan very clearly and specific every step of the way to Moses. And he was there to guide him throughout the whole process. So depending on who you trust, whether you trust the universe or whether you trust God, you have to believe that whatever goals you've set for yourself, they cannot just happen randomly. You have to invest time in yourself. You have to invest time. You know that with the law of attraction, one of the key things that you need to do is meditate. And that's time that you're investing that you cannot get back. That's time you could do uh, spend on other things. But you realize that in order to get to point B from point A, you need to do this. And meditating is one of the key requirements that you have to invest in. Because the world is so busy, it is so noisy, too many things happen. And so if you don't shut all those voices down and focus on that one thing, sometimes it's very difficult to achieve or attain success. And so when you look at Moses' journey with God, in the end, he did what he was asked to do. He achieved way more than he needed to because he trusted God, he trusted the vision, and he knew that nothing could go wrong where God was concerned. So I want to leave you with this question. I believe I've said more than enough. Uh, you can always play back this so that you literally highlight the key most important things which I've shared with you. We know Moses was a successful leader because when he died, he handed over the leadership or God rather handed over the leadership to Joshua. And at that time, the children of Israel were now ready to cross over into the land of Canaan. Remember, they spent almost 40 years in the desert. And God did that deliberately because he also wanted to test them. So there is nowhere in life, there is no relationship you can have. There is nothing you're going to attend where you will not be tested your patience will be tested, your skill set will be tested, your knowledge will be tested, your tenacity will be tested, your courage, your strength, you will be tested every single step of the way. Can you keep time? Some people lose out on opportunities because they cannot keep time. It's that simple, right? And so it teaches you to get better at what you do. It teaches you to get better in terms of timekeeping. It teaches you to get better when it comes to patience. It also teaches you to get better when it comes to virtue. So all those things are always continuously going to be tested. But the higher you go, the better you get at it, the more successful you become. And you can do anything in your sleep because you know how to do it. You've been there, you've done that, and you got the t-shirt. It's the same thing even in business. 
And so I want to leave you with the question. When it comes to your goals, when it comes to your vision, who do you trust? Number one. Number two, how much are you willing to give up? How much are you willing to stake on this vision and on this dream? And number three, do you have the right support to go into this? Do you have the right support to do this? And number four, it's not a matter of can you do it? I know you can do it. I believe in human potential. I believe anyone can achieve anything they put their mind to. But what often leads us to not being successful is that we are sometimes not equipped and sometimes we make excuses. So my last question is, what are the lies you've been telling yourself? What are the excuses you've been making in terms of what is the reason why you are not where you need to be? And this one is going to be a shocker. At the moment, wherever you are, whatever job you have, whatever business you're running, whatever it is that you're not doing, even if you're not employed, you are where you need to be in order to learn the lessons you need to learn. So are your eyes open? Are your ears open? Is your mind open? Are you aware what is happening around you? Or you're just floating and enjoying life because, hey, whatever happens today, happens today. This is a wonderful because there are people who believe in luck. They just think I need to be at the right place at the right time in order for something to happen to me. Or it's just going to happen. My name is Lorraine Makomalo Sibando. You have been tuned into Elevation with Makomalo. I left you with a couple of questions. I hope you can answer them. And hey, I'm always on Twitter. My handle is at Lorraine underscore Sibanda. And my name is spelled with one R. And on Facebook... And on LinkedIn, it's Lorraine Makumalo Sibanda. And on Instagram, although I haven't been there in a while, it's at Lorraine Sibanda. But you can email me on Consulting at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment uh, if you've listened to the podcast and I'll get back to you. Thank you so much, guys. If you've listened this far, I appreciate you and thank you. I hope you have a great Friday. I hope you have a great weekend. And remember, Sundays are always a great place to plan ahead for the week that is about to come. Always, always stay expectant. Something good, something big is going to happen. It's really all up to you. It's really all up to you. Have a fantastic day. Bye.